small business news, advice, and education. This is Startup BizCast. Good day to you and welcome to episode 93 of Startup BizCast, the small business advice podcast. I'm your host, Steve Mullen. Startup BizCast is produced by Endgame PR, a social media PR firm based near Richmond, Virginia. For more information on how we can help with your public relations and social media needs, including podcast production, please visit endgamepr.com. That's E-N-D-G-A-M-E-P-R.com. In this episode, I want to talk a little bit about communication, but it's not the type I normally talk about. This episode was inspired by a Facebook post by a college friend of mine named Rob Bruton. Rob's always had a great way of breaking things down in a succinct and amusing way. And here's what he said in his post. Communication is tough when you're middle-aged. That's because you routinely have to communicate with three generations of people. Kids mostly communicate with kids and their parents. The oldest generation mostly communicates with their own generation and their children. Those of middle age have to juggle communication with their kids, their own generation, and their parents. For instance, if I don't start emails to my mother with Dear Mom and end with Love Rob, just like a good old-timey letter, she thinks it's rude. Proper grammar, punctuation, and spelling are expected. However, if I put a single punctuation mark in a text to my daughter, she thinks I'm an old fogey, mad at her, or just quaint. I have the hardest time keeping up with the rules of multi-generational communication. Now, the minute I saw Rob's post, I knew I had to podcast about it, because many business owners and managers are in the generation that Rob and I inhabit. While Rob is talking about family communication, multi-generational business communication is even more complicated. A business that has more than a couple of employees could easily have three or even four generations working under one roof. I've been fascinated for a long time by the differences in the generations and how they got that way. I'll try not to get too long-winded about it, but here's the rundown of the people you might be employing in your organization. Note that these are sweeping generalizations. Please don't get offended. Everyone is different. You have the baby boomers, or even the generation after them, called the silent generation. These folks are near retirement, or even working well into their 70s to boost retirement income. Some may be comfortable with email, texting, and even social media, but many of them are baffled by one or more of these forms of communication. Many of them are more comfortable talking on the phone than any other communication method I've mentioned. Next, you have the folks like Rob and myself, who are members of Generation X. These days, we hold a lot of the management positions in companies. Email became a thing after we graduated from college, and texting and social media came even later. Most of us are comfortable with all of them, but generally speaking, we use mostly email for business. While we're a small generation, a lot of us consider ourselves kind of a go-between between the younger and older generations, but that doesn't mean we fully understand any of them. You have the millennials next who are moving up the ladder of advancement. They grew up texting and generally prefer that kind of communication, but they also email and they use social media a lot. Having grown up with texting, some of them aren't great at face-to-face -face communication. And finally, you have members of Generation Z who were raised by Generation X. The oldest of the generation is 22 years old, with the younger ones in their teen years. This generation texts a lot, and I do mean a lot. Many of them hardly ever touch email, and it's a fairly safe bet that most of them hardly ever talk on their phone. 
They use social media, but generally different outlets than their older coworkers. So, what do you do with all of these people and their different ways of communicating? If you have mostly one generation working for you, it's fairly easy because you can just adopt the way they get information. But if you have an employee mix of three or four of the generations I mentioned above, it's tough. If this is the case, the first thing I'd suggest is establishing a way that your business will communicate. Rather than bending to your employee will, they may have to bend a little to yours. You're the boss, after all. But when considering whether your primary communication will be email, text, or even a private message or intranet, you have to be able to take into account what your employees are comfortable with. I personally suggest email. Most companies give their employees email addresses, and even if they don't, email is free. No matter what primary communication system you plan to use, I'd recommend requiring employees to check that system on a regular basis. The oldest and youngest of the generations I mentioned earlier may only check email, for example, once per day or even less. Meanwhile, the millennials and Generation X may check it constantly. At minimum, your employees should check for communication from you once a day. My next point is where you, as an employer, may need to bend a little. This has to do with grammar in company communications. As Rob mentioned in his Facebook post, the older generations have been raised to expect a certain amount of formality in their communications. Meanwhile, the younger folks who use shorter text messages, Twitter, and Snapchat to communicate with their friends automatically may use abbreviations and non-standard or, for that matter, non-existent punctuation. Basically, unless these communications issues extend to the public, you as a manager may just have to deal with them. Finally, while you may have the management skills to deal with communicating in different ways with different generations, you'll have to understand that some employees won't. This is an opportunity for education and understanding strengths. With the older generation, you may need to provide some training on email and texting, but they tend to be great at face-to-face communications or picking up the phone to find out an answer to a question. Meanwhile, with the younger employees, you may actually need to tell them that sometimes it's easier to get off their computer and physically go see someone to get an answer to a question. That's a wrap for episode 93 of Startup BizCast. Be sure to tell all your friends about this series and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher so you don't miss a single episode. And thanks to Rob Bruton for letting me use his Facebook post as a basis for the show. Thanks to all of you for listening to this episode. I'm Steve Mulling.